Hey y'all, welcome to Say My Name Podcast, a show where something's always going down, at least that's the way it seems, where we get into making money moves, love, current events, y más. I'm your co-host, Maritza Estrada, joined by... Your co-host, Kevin Calderon. Let's get into it. Hello, hello everyone. Buenos dias a todos. We are here again on a beautiful day, and it's the last episode of Say My Name Podcast. Wow. Season one. Dang. Maritza, you're on the, you're here with me. What's Always. up? Always. Hey, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, we know. <laughs> Struggle person. <laughs> but I'm here. So, aren't I? So celebrating I'm here early, people. aren't we? Celebrating early. Hey, y'all. Um, I'm just like super nostalgic. It's like typically what I do is like I get all like sentida and stuff because it's our last episode. I can't believe it. We're 20 episodes in and this is the end of season one. We launched the podcast in the middle of a pandemic, and that was crazy, um, but it was fun, and so we're here, and it's also the last episode of our Love and Relationships series. Can I tell you something? This week, uh, one of my friends uh, texted me, and they and she told me that the series really um, helped her figure out some things in her life. I love that. I know. I was almost going to cry, because I was like... That, that was the goal of it. Like, yeah, that was sure. why we did it. Yeah. I think um, I was sharing with just some of our with our friends, you know, that we did this series and, like, the series within our season one. And it's, like, there was definitely tangents in between everything. You know, like, we had that awesome episode with Kay. We had Tatiana on with forgiveness. and Brian you know, and she, Ale. Yeah, Brian and Ale. And there were so many different people and different topics that we were supposed to cover. And we did cover. But there was, like, so many different things that came up in those episodes. And that's, like, always really yeah. fun. It was. Because I think that that's like, for us, it's like, oh, we have an agenda. You know, like, this is what we're going to do. But then at the same time, it's like, here we are. And we're talking about, we're supposed to be talking about forgiveness, but we're talking about Tatiana being comedy. You know, yes, like, things like yes, that. And that's like yes. healing for people. And, so and, and body st- uh, stigma. Right. Kate's business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I love that. I think that that's the other thing that makes me really happy is that 2020 has been such a hard year for so many people. But I feel like a lot of our guests have had either businesses or other creative outlets that they have for themselves and we've been able to plug that and that's been really um, like endearing, you know, to be able to like, spotlight other people in the community. Right, and you and I, we do have an agenda and we do go by the book and so when our guests, you know, Brick come in and we talk about other things, there is no, there couldn't be another like, more fitting theme for the year like the, and, and the year the theme is there is no agenda like we, there's no agenda buy to buy agenda like, this year has been go away insane right and we're weeks away days away from a new beginning yeah because it's the end of november this is wild y'all so okay i want to jump right in already so um i'm super excited and i feel like we say that every single episode and every time we have guests but we are joined today at Say My Name headquarters with one of my best friends ever. And it is crazy because we, you and I, Kevin, have been best friends and friends for 15 plus years. And you and I have both commented about how it's really odd, quote unquote, to meet people later in your life and become like super close with them. But I feel like this person Agreed. is like that for me. So, um, and I'm also joined with her fiance who I'm really excited because he inadvertently has become one of my friends and he just like has to love me and that's just the way it goes. Um, so <laughs> we're joined in the studio today with Victoria and David. And so, hey y'all, thanks for coming. 
hey, hey, what's hey. Up, what's up? So um, I'm going to let you all introduce yourselves um, individually as a couple. Plug whatever you want to. It's your time. So um, Okay. Um, I'm Victoria. I am a full-time student, part-time worker, and, well, full-time um, co-gym owner. Yeah, basically. So I'm David, a uh, full-time student as well. Um, and basically, I just sit at the front desk of my business and say hi to everybody and <laughs> basically just run my life the way Victoria wants me to. We laugh. We laugh. We love no. a woman who runs the show. Exactly. Always. I'm, I'm the worst half. I'm the better half. I'm the worst half. So you said co-gym owner and you said business. So tell us about that. What is your business? Uh, we run a gym. It's a small gym um, locally in Wainimi. So um, it's not very big. It's not like a gold gym or anything like that. But we have uh, really cool people who are there. So um, definitely, definitely a cool business to run. And we meet a lot of cool people. So uh, yeah. Um, if you guys haven't heard of it, it's House of Gains Gym. Um, across the street from a dispensary so you know if, that's you, how if that's your that. thing you know yeah. like, you might right see us. Wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah i'm always seeing my uh boy marcos in the morning there oh um, Mar- yeah his, he's um, he's always there through instagram he's always posting like his little uh, uh hustle gain story and yeah. i'm just like yeah all right 5 a.m i see you <laughs> yeah 6 always like, hey. go on always <laughs> hey i'm one of those 5 30 people too yeah. so hey. you know not me. yeah yeah not me either yeah. my, my yeah <laughs> As early as I'll go to the gym, it's like maybe 7, 38, but yeah. yeah. When? Um, when I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who are you lying to? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not lying. I've been, I go to Worlds, but. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, so that's uh, awesome. Um, Victoria, can you tell everyone listening how we know each other? Um, you and I? Yeah. Okay, so it actually started out um, at our clubhouse, Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. And it was in Wainimi, and I was actually Maritza's um, lead, technically speaking, when she came to the clubhouse. I was technically her boss, and Mm -hmm. when the director was out, I was her boss. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, so that's yeah, 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 started at Wainimi, so Mm -hmm. you know, um, and we just kind of hit it off, I guess you can say, Um, just started hanging out, and but that's really where it started. We always say it started in Wainimi, and you know, here we are. But like I think it's three three years. Yeah, it's maybe three years. Three years. So which feels way longer. It does. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. It feels like it's been forever. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I would say that we've been through a lot together since then in a short amount of time and I think that's like the coolest thing is that as our friendship it didn't have to be like a long one, like sometimes you just know like right off the bat that a friendship would be more than like a friendship. I mean I consider Marita like my sister, so yeah, definitely. I feel the same way. Um, it's been a crazy three years, but I feel like, like Victoria said, we've gone through a lot, and like I feel like there's a lot of things that like we don't realize that it's like, oh crap, like I've only known you for like a year. I know we joke around sometimes that hey like how are we this close like we've only known each other since like really like 2017. Yeah, exactly. It's like girl, what's up? So um, and then I met David through you, so that's how that happened. I tag along. Yeah, he tags along, guys, and so David is now unofficially my brother. Yeah, you act like I'm forced to. Yeah, he is. Like I don't like you. David's stuck with me, guys. Yeah. So um, that's really cool. So this is our series or this is our last episode of the series which is called happily happily ever after um tell us about y'all your relationship how you met 
Okay. Um, how you got here? She punched me in the face. That's how I met her. Oh my I gosh. Okay, God. so that is like the always like that's like the biggest argument we have is like how it started. He it's says like a little bit true. <laughs> yeah, she, she knows it is. She just tries to downplay it. We were so. <laughs> just as a uh, disclaimer, Kevin and I and Say My Name podcast does not condone domestic violence. Correct. Correct. Gender-based violence or anything like that. So this is all in good fun. Yeah, yes. You're right. You're right. I think this is eighth grade. Yeah. So grade. eighth grade, um, we were at Eo Green Junior High School. Oh, and... Give our backstory. <laughs> what? No. I live here. Here, the eighth grade. No. No. What do you mean? Okay, you go ahead. Go start. No, you're good. You're good. No, you're fine. Okay. So eighth grade um, is we started off as friends, um, but how did it, how did it happen? We were, I think we were at a we were at a field trip. Um, it was like a Shakespeare play. Oh yeah. And they were like, uh, they they do like play acting and stuff. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, Kevin's it wasn't like our choice. It wasn't our choice. Yell. It was a field trip. I love stories. You're I know you did. That's why. I think it was. I think it was called like the Globe Theater or something. Dang, I don't even so, remember that. That's crazy. I feel like I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's pretty dope. It's a, it's a cool setup. It's a yeah, really cool like setup. It's like the Globe Theater, and it's led by like basically like program leaders, and there was like. They were taking us through like workshops and kind of like scenes, and this one in particular was like the fake slap, like in a movie it's like or fake like fighting. in a play. Yeah, it's like fake fighting. And um, I was doing super well. We weren't. She was killing we were part, it. We ended up being partnered with each other. It was like the first time we met. On purpose, because y'all liked each other, or what? No, you no. Had to randomly pair you together. It was like oh. weird. Yeah. It was kind of like that awkward, like at first, like. Like I know you, you know me. It's kind of weird, yeah. yeah. So I was doing really well and, you know, it was going good. And then, of course, the instructor comes up to kind of see how we're doing. And, and then she goes for it. And then she's like, instead of accident, like how it's supposed to be supposed to hit your leg. So it sounds like you get slapped. She fucking slapped me. Like she actually hit me. And the instructor was like, yo, like you can't do that. Like, what are you the doing? The instructor literally told me like, no, you're not supposed to actually hit the person. And, then I, was and like, I was like, um, oh. girl, calm down. I was like, keep your hands to yourself, little girl. Yourself. I was like, we just practiced this 10 times and you were cool. Like you just hit me. I was like, David's like, I hate this girl. I was like, what the? New partner, please. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I, I honestly think that after that, we ended up like, end up switching like, um, like activities and different um, like skill sets. But after that field trip, we never talked to each other. No, yeah, we, yeah, we really talked to each other after that. No. Yeah, mostly because I was like, I don't know about this. <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> I'm over this was girl. Yeah. Maybe I scared him away. They all trust her. But um, then. But yeah. then, okay, so like in all realness, he started dating one of my best friends. Um, <laughs> we'll just talk about this like They're really briefly, but Ast- just to Astros kind of give David the background. <laughs> I mean, it's eighth grade. It was like a junior high school relationship. Mm-hmm. You right. know, things like, are serious. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they really exactly. Don't. And so he was with her, and but I would talk to him more because I was always that middle, the middle messenger, Got you it. know, in junior high. And so we ended up clicking off really good. Things happen between them, and well, here what we was are. that? What's that Usher song? Why is it coming? Why is it not coming to mind? That's like, um, oh my gosh, people are gonna kill me in the comments for not knowing because that's like that's the story. Like, it should have been you. Oh my gosh, keep going. If, if you okay. know it's Usher song, plug it in the comments. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like quicker than Marita. Let's see who can do it first. <laughs> <It's> so <sad. laughs> um, so we ended up just meeting and hanging out. No, we didn't really hang out. Just texted back and forth for a while. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And so we're just texting back and forth. So before we actually got together, he actually asked me out. And I always make fun of him on this because it's his fault. 
um, through Facebook because Facebook was a thing. Facebook back was then. huge. <laughs> it was like it massive. Was, yeah, when we were in eighth grade, it was huge. Okay, time out. We didn't do this. Please. And, like, I'm yeah. like, I'm trying to figure out a timeline here. Yes, How yeah, old yeah, are yeah. They? yeah, exactly. So oh, grade, eighth grade. Oh, so. No, no, no. I for, we we did we always do this though. This is like true say my name fashion. One, we forgot to tell you guys to say your pronouns. So okay. if you are familiar with that, then if you don't mind sharing your age. Okay. Because. And your ethnicity, or um, if you want, racial like, background, racial background like whatever. Because that. okay. that'll help with timeline wise. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so, um, she, her, hers. Um, I am 21. Okay. No, I'm 22. Yeah, I was like, yo, what? <laughs> I was like, no, you're not. I was like, give me back the present I got for the 22nd birthday. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm 22. Sorry, guys. Um, and. 22 didn't count, though. So I know. Fine. Your birthday was like not long ago. I September remember. 17th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, if you know me, September 17th, remember the date. Oh, she's um, Virgo. <laughs> Big facts. Virgo mm-hmm. energy here. Virgo season. Well, was Virgo season. But, you know, every day is Virgo season for me. Oh, <laughs> that's a Virgo. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. Cheers, thanks. And I am Latina. People don't, when they see me, they don't see it, but totally like speak Spanish. 100%. Like, yeah. In the blood. Yeah. Um, I'm 22 as well. Um, I think my pronoun is he, his, him. I think, mm-hmm. believe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm full white, but I'm Jewish, so I'm not like one of those like super, super conservative people. So. Um, yeah, I'm full white. You can look at me like, yeah, he's white. I but like- I grew up in Oxnard my whole life, so like I know like a little bit of Spanish, and I can like listen to what people say and understand what they're saying. But if I'm not like was, I'm not like Thousand Oaks white. Don't if worry. there was like a term like how people say like oh like whitewash, like I would totally say like he's like Mexican, like washed, washed. <laughs> if that makes sense, yeah, you know? basically like all, um, I have like two white friends, and everyone else is all like Mexican. So yeah, it's super cool. once people find out that I'm Mexican, he like they assume like he is also like just yeah. because we're together and it's that association. Um, but yeah, yep. Thanks for that. Thanks yeah. for sharing. Okay, yeah. Thank you guys for, yeah, yeah. Because I could <laughs> imagine, like, Facebook was popular, like, they didn't even know what age we were. Yeah. 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 Makes Face- sense. Facebook was popular when I was a Right, right. Yeah, it's totally different. It was, totally it was that. just coming to exist uh, at the end of our high school career. Yeah. Right? Oh, nine. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, You know, I think I say this story when people talk about Facebook and stuff. When I got accepted to UNLV, where I went to college, they made you a Facebook. Oh, mm. that's yeah, interesting. with your like student email. Mm-hmm. Well, because if you watch like the Facebook, or if you know about Facebook, and then if you watch like the movie that's out there, I don't even know what it's called. What's it called? Whatever. Uh, I suck at yeah. this clearly today. I'm not on my A game. Um, still trying to figure out the Usher song too. <laughs> There's um, it started off as a college network, like Facebook. Right. Network. I think it's called the network. The net. I think it's called the network. network. Social, Social network. network. There you go. With yeah. Justin Timberlake. Yes. Yeah. Of course I know that. <laughs> yeah. Now. <laughs> now I know that. Um, it's, Fine, big fine. Um, so they, they, yeah. So like, certain universities had like a thing where you got it. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got a Facebook. I never actually like signed up for Facebook. Like it was like. Wow, that's trippy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so back to the Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he. It was his birthday, and it was like ten o'clock at night, oh, and we were on. It was called. <laughs> she just waited two extra hours. And it was called um, Tiny Chat. I don't know if you guys heard of that platform. It was how we used, it was like a Skype or it was like um, yeah. like a video chatting tool like um, through Facebook. And so we were tiny chatting and um, we ended up hanging up and everything. And, and so we ended up hanging up and he asked me, on, well, he didn't ask me, but next thing you know on Facebook, there's like a post, right? Because people make posts and... 
they he actually gosh i'm like struggling to basically get just it asked out. her out basically on facebook yeah like, p- publicly on yeah, a post basically like, on a, post. like on your wall yeah basically yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. 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 basically yeah, yeah. Like, like that yeah like the best way to say it is that he yeah. said like, like facebook facebook used to be like the twitter before twitter facts so Correct. that's so, like Absolutely. every post yeah. people would they post like a million posts oh, a day because yeah. it was Dude. like that Random it was like that and, like things like that yeah. Yeah. and the spelling was off like yeah. you wasn't I, y-o-u yeah, was like totally. y-u-h yeah facebook yeah. memories kills me <laughs> i know yeah, for real <laughs> honestly i'm like honestly. why did i spell it like that it was the same like yeah. amount yeah. of letters as the normal Girl, spelling yeah <laughs> um so he basically just posted on my wall and basically asked me to go out with him yeah. and on his birthday at 10 o'clock at night and that's his fault because now like our anniversary lands on his birthday so oh, wow. yeah. you know wow. yeah. do you regret doing it on your birthday yeah birthday i wish i would have waited like two extra hours yeah i was gonna day. ask because now you gotta celebrate your birthday yeah and your anniversary really your birthday yeah. doesn't matter yeah, right. no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Basically, no, we, we set it up. We set it up now so we have like, okay, there's certain anniversary years that are more important. So, like, yeah, it will go to like, okay, is this year an anniversary year or is it a birthday year? So, yeah, we love like, a compromise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, like, anniversary one, two, five, ten, like, those are like the big anniversaries. We haven't had ten yet. But I was just gonna say, so close. how long have you guys been together so people don't have to do math? Yeah, so, um, this coming April, it's going to be. Months? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, this month in April is gonna be nine years. No way. Yeah. So to even like, do, to do even more math, we got together when we were thirteen. Um, okay, but you yeah. really, really, really counted though, like that. Honestly, long. yes. Okay. Yes, Tell only because um, from the very get-go when we first started going out, it was always I don't want to say the expectation, but the intention was you don't just go out with somebody just to be with somebody in junior high. Like I was always on the mentality of like being much more older than what I presented myself or what I actually was, and so it's always like I'm not here, um, you know, just for the meantime, like. A relationship to me is you're in there because you're going to invest your time, your effort, and, you know, you want it to work. And that's, you know, it's kind of like in the long run. Um, so I think from the get-go, we kind of explained that in the beginning. And he was, like, on board with that also. Yeah. I think we were just more mature for our age. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of like, eh, this isn't just like a Facebook relationship. Mm-hmm. We'd be like, oh, my God, like someone's in a relationship with this person just to post it, you know? Right. One of those things. Yeah. So from the get-go, it was always just... You know, our intention was a relationship wasn't just a, what is, how do you say, like a pass by or what's yeah, that yeah. meaning? Mm-hmm. Like it was like a legitimate, like I'm going to invest my time and when you invest something, you know, you're, just, you're in for the long run for the most part. So when's your birthday? April 30th. Oh, okay. So you're right at the end. Literally right, like the last, the last day. day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're not, you're no longer an Aries. No, I'm a Taurus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's why I'm so fucking stubborn. So unfortunately. Can't relate. I'm an Aries. I don't know anything about this stuff. Kevin has his <laughs> combos with people. I don't know completely. Like, All I know is about I Virgos. Yeah, I, just, I just know Virgos because yeah. I think they're the best, but you know, that's just me. I mean, yeah, I know about my sign, which is a Virgo, too. Don't worry, you guys get along so well. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. and everything that they say about Virgos, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's I, oh, from my From my experience with Taurus, they're, they're very... Um, I wouldn't say stubborn, so I, I'm, I'm surprised why you th- why you say that for yourself. But I think well, I guess I'm not. She's made me like less stubborn. Like I can, I guess I was, I'm less stubborn than like a normal tour like mm-hmm. tourist, because like I can admit when I'm wrong a lot of the times, and I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry, like, I, like you know, I can apologize and stuff. So I guess that's more than usual. But I think it's because she's like stop being a baby and apologize <laughs> for things. So. But they they're, they're also very like giving with their time and generous and kind. Yeah, right. he's 
He's learned that. <laughs> He's learned that. Um, Give me some credit. <laughs> He's like, I know whatever. Yeah, exactly. He's, He's cool. He's yeah. all right. Um. Okay, so the question for me now is 10 years in April. Nine. 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 Okay, sorry. Nine, nine, nine coming April. up in April. Mm-hmm. Have you had a conversation where you talk to each other and you just ask like are you tired of me like what's going on oh yeah i think i bring it up periodically i think the last time i brought it up was probably a month ago it was a month right like no a month and a half ago when we reopened yeah it was about yeah. a month and a half ago um we reopened with the gym because you know there was a lot of the closures and reopenings um and it was just kind of like hey like it's like check-ins we do check-ins with each other um just to make sure like if we're both on the same page and we just check in and make sure things are still good with us with our goals um you know those are always being identified and just like reassured and whatnot that's i mean that's why it's important to to be on the same level i mean like those check-ins like yeah they, I'm sure they go a long way. Yeah, and it could be long-term. Like, I mean, check-ins with goals. It's like short-term goals, Correct. long-term goals. Like, just checking in with one another. Like, hey, like, how, what do you want to do, like, next year? Or, like, hey, you know, where do you see us? Or what's your goal for, like, when we're 25? Um, you know, stuff like that. It helps just make sure that we're, on the again, on the same page. I think as a re- for a relationship, that's, like, a really important thing. I think I think the biggest thing is I think, I think guys have a hard time, like, being in tune with themselves. So it's kind of like, fuck, dude, like, I'm really fucking tired. I need to take a step back, like, in a rest day in life. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, like, being open about it, like, a lot of guys aren't comfortable emotionally talking about, like, dude, like, I need some fucking help. Or, like, right. dude, like, you know, or, like, or just, like, sitting down and being, like, where do I want to be in this amount of time? Mm-hmm. And how can we compromise on, like, making sure that your goals are met and my goals are met and that we're on the same page? I think that's one of the biggest things in a relationship we see because we've seen so many people like get together and break up and get together and break up. I think the biggest thing that's like kept us apart is that like, we could sit down by ourselves, have a ser- like a truly serious conversation, but we need to fix this, this, and this before we move forward. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing. It should be like, look, you're taking too much of my time and my energy. Like, I need to focus on this. And if I tell like, look, I need to have a fucking rest day. Like, I'm I'm tired. I'm beat. Like. I think people yeah. are not in tune with that as much. And I told him not too long ago, I said, look, um, you know, especially with having a business and having the gym, that can just be like and the COVID. center focus, yeah. and, you know, with the with COVID, um, that there's a lot of time that focuses on that, that my energy was drained at one point, And I was just like, I can't do this. I need, like, I just need to kind of take a step back. And I think I'm giving too much of my time to you. Not that I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. Um, but it was like, I'm not focusing. I'm not prioritizing myself. And I think that's the biggest thing is that even though there's a, you know, you guys are a couple or we're a couple, um, we need to learn how to detach ourselves from one another to still have our own, you know, personal lives, personal goals and whatnot. Right. But that's not having those conversations and admitting that you need to step back or a rest day. Uh, that's not a deal breaker for you guys. It's no, not, it's no, not, not a breaking all. up. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, th- right? I think like a lot of times, like I'll see like if if a, if a like your significant other, especially females, like if a if a female tells a guy like, hey, like I don't want to hang out with you as much, the dude is like, well, what the fuck? Like, who are you gonna go hang out with? You know, whatever it is. But I think if you're just like, yo, I get it. Like I'm asking too much of like to 
to be around each other too much, like to go th- do things too much, to do too many favors for each other. Right. Um, I think that like if you can be okay with understanding that, mm-hmm. then yeah, like having those check-ins goes so much farther than just like letting things build up over time. Well, because then it lets your uh, your significant other be aware of you know the other person's feelings. Because I mean, let's let's face it, we're all not mind readers. You know, we don't right. know what exactly. the other person's saying. We've had saying. this talk before. I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can I mean, you you be the closest. Yeah, you can be the closest couple Correct. and you have no right. idea. Absolutely. Correct. I yeah. Agree. Yeah. And so, you know, the everything's not always happy in a relationship. Right. And, you know, it's it seems perfect on the outside, but there's a lot of internal struggle struggles within the couple or within a person, like you know, individually. And stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. totally. Definitely. I feel like for me, seeing both of you as a couple, you know, obviously like I, you know, Victoria's my best friend, but I would say that probably about like six to seven months into our friendship, like is when like I got, you know, I would say that I got close with the both of you, like as a couple. Yeah. yeah that, that was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, like. This I is the type of person they are. Yeah, yeah exactly. Totally. And so I had a good read. I would say that I have never felt, and maybe it's because they've been together for so long that I came in like later in their relationship. I've never felt like Victoria isn't an individual. Like there isn't yeah. things like can't do like I can't you know you have unfortunately like you have other people who kind of get like Kevin and I talk about this a lot like lost quote unquote in their relationship Mm -hmm. and like lose you know I get the honeymoon phase like I've been there done it you know what I mean and stuff but it's like I have never felt like I can't just call Victoria and be like hey what are you doing yeah, <laughs> or let's go to lunch, and, yeah. and, and you guys go to sushi way without me. I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> yeah, and then we go do crap without David. Yeah. You know? or it's like things like that. Like I've never felt that way, or I've yeah. never felt like, oh, like you have to be back in an hour because like David's like whatever. You know, I don't yeah. know. Like I've never felt like that at all. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we're like, you know, I mean, there's like general life stuff where it's like, hey, like you know, I'm gonna go do this, and I'm doing it with David, or I'm doing it, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like that's life, whatever. But I also feel like that's something that like a lot of people have trouble with and I think that that makes sense to hear both of you communicate that you have shared those internal conversations with each other you know about like hey like I need to do this on my own or I want to go you know I need a day or I need this or I need that you know and Mm -hmm. stuff and so it always feels like you know I feel like when I when I think of both of you as a couple I don't think of I don't like lose sight of you individually you know what I mean like as you know you said earlier when you introduced yourself that you're a co-owner which is facts you know like I yeah. tell people all the time when they like talk about House of Games I'm like oh yeah my best friend owns it like I'll say stuff like that where it's like oh yeah the couple like they'll tell me like David and I'm like oh yeah I was like it's my best friend's fiance like you know whatever yeah like, for my, sure those are my people like yeah. but I never like feel like I have to keep you both like in a couple like I can talk about David as an individual and Victoria right and, like, have a good insight of both yeah I want to know how did House of the Games become House Ooh. of Games how did you guys come oh, up with this idea? It's, it's been a road, man. And it's decide to be partners. Like, um, you can go, go ahead if you want. Well, you saw it from the outside, so. So, technicality, you know, I mean, we're engaged and... Oh, yeah, before you tell the House of Games, how long have you guys been Yeah, engaged? so the gym Congrats. opened, thank Thanks. you. Um, the gym opened October 2019. Last year, 2019. 2019. Yeah, 19. And he actually... Same week we opened, I engaged. We got officially engaged that same week, like we're, a couple yeah. days later. We're not like an old couple. I didn't get on one knee. One, one knee didn't work like that. Yeah, so. no, no one knee, <laughs> like, guess, like no top com- mountain view, like nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, being like comfortable with each other make, makes those situations different because like we didn't have a traditional. It was just kind of like, fuck, we have a business now. Like... I'm busy, you're busy, like, what's the next step? Like, we've, okay, we've been together for eight years, we've opened a business, like, fuck it, let's just get engaged. And 
it's always that it was that assumption, you know. Again, like we, we were in it, it for the long run. We knew that we, we were gonna get married. Gonna yeah. It was it was like more like when are we comfortable enough to like get married? It was it was always like we were building our like mm -hmm. our careers and our goals and stuff. It's like okay, now it feels like a time like okay, we've hit a milestone. But we just felt like it was the right time. It was, yeah. it was the right time to get engaged. Right. So. Yeah. So um, we opened the gym 2019. Mm -hmm. um, the idea came out. It was two years before that. So sophomore year of college? Sophomore year of college, yeah. Sophomore year of college. Um, so 2017. Um, and he just really got into fitness. He was liking it a lot. Um, he got into it right out of high school. Um, and it just kind of was one of his things. He was pursuing a bachelor's in business. Yep. And at first it was going to be like finance, accounting. But then he yeah. realized, I don't want to sit behind a desk. I don't want to be somebody's employer. I want to be my own person. Um you know that didn't come out he didn't he didn't do what he go ahead Wait. i didn't just want to have a boring job like a, like a nine to five like i like talking to people i worked retail and so i was a manager in retail so i liked talking to people and like helping with those problems and stuff and so i couldn't imagine myself like sitting behind a computer which i do at the gym but like i get to talk to hundreds of people a day uh -huh. like i couldn't imagine just sitting there like by myself boring Right. Like, I can't do that. Like in a like, cubicle. Like, no way. Like, yeah, I can't do that. There's no way I could do like a cubicle job. With like a business suit and everything. And so when he got into fitness, um, he realized we were going to 24-hour fitness on um, Channel, no, Channel Islands of Victoria or like Victoria um, off of Seabridge. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah. we realized that it was just kind of... Bland. It was like bland. Bland. And, like, dude, like, it, was a, it was like a mess in there. Things were breaking all the freaking time, like, and they wouldn't take care of it. We knew the operations manager, and she was telling us, like, they don't give us money to fix anything. They don't give us, like, any maintenance people. Like, it was just, it was, I, to put it, like, lightly, it was a shit show, like, basically. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what am I, what are we paying money for here? Yeah, so after a couple years, we're like, you know what? We can't do this anymore. Like, we're just kind of fed up of this, like, big box gym, is what, you know, what we coin it, is the big box um, style, like, corporational gyms. Yeah. Um, that are just kind of set up and just kind of uniform across the lines and we came to realize that there wasn't really any strength training like focus or like powerlifting um emphasized gyms in our area yeah and he was like you know maybe this is the way to do it um yeah basically like kind of how most successful businesses happen is that you just kind of see an opportunity and you're just like right. well there's, there's a need there's a, a need there's a need, there's a need for it in in this area so um, one, one, uh, there was another gym in the area that was similar to ours, and they just moved um, to North Ventura. So we we're like, well, there's absolutely nothing now, because mm -hmm. we were like, we were thinking about switching gyms, and then they were like, we're moving, and I was like, well, this is the perfect time for us to open ours. So yeah. So when he first thought about it, we were talking about it in the beginning. And I said, look, I was like, you know, you're re you really, you really like this, and I don't see you working behind a desk. Right. Um, just start doing more research, and you know, just kind of we'll check back in with each other. Um, next thing you know, he brings it up to his parents, and his parents weren't really that fond of it. They were like, hell no, like, you need to finish, because I have a scholarship um, for school, and they're like, you need to finish your degree, I like, get a good job, because, like, both of them had traditional jobs. Well, my dad was self-employed, but he worked for the city for 22 years, and my mom was there for 42 years, and so she's like, you need, like, they need to find a good job. Right. Like, you know, but my grandpa, well, he was a business owner, so he was kind of the inspiration behind it. Um, and then as they noticed that, one, I was, like, really into fitness, and then Victoria started becoming really into fitness. Um, they became like, okay, like, like maybe like we could let him do his own thing. Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, you need to make a business plan. Like, you need to do your research. And I think it was more kind of like, yeah, like, let's see what he does with it, you know? And they weren't expecting me to, like, literally go out for eight months and, like, get all of my estimates and talk to all my contractors. And they're like, And mind like, you, oh, we're, like, shit. 19 and 20 at yeah. the time. And so no one would talk to me. Yeah. 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 I'm sitting here thinking to myself, 
they did their thing. Victoria would come and it'd be like, I gotta go because we're gonna do this. Or like David's over here, or she'd be like, oh, David's calling, I gotta answer because he's just talked to this contractor or this person. And yeah, we like, were like 19 and 20 was, meeting yeah, with meeting with the, the space manager for, you know, where now our gym is at. Yeah. But like going over stuff, and mind you, this guy's looking at us like, are they really serious? Yeah. <laughs> that, that. It's sit frustrating. There in front of, in front of They're not the real owners. It was, yeah. it was so like, frustrating. Are you kids? Like, was, you know yeah. what I mean? But exactly. it's nothing like that. You're like, we're ready. We're yeah. committed here. We're here for a reason. Yeah. Like, we're serious about what yeah. we're going to do. What, and it, that was shocking for most people. And it was frustrating because people didn't take us seriously. Well, I hope that broke stereotypes because mm-hmm. young people out here are making moves. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it was super frustrating because I would email people and because we were more mature for our age. And be, our teachers have always told us when we'd email them, like, high school they're like you guys write really well for your age like your emails and stuff and so like we'd write emails and then it'd be all good and dandy and then we'd go meet them in person and they wouldn't it would be it would be super fake and they'd be like they talk to us like really cool and then we'd go home and then the next email they would send would be like i want to talk to your parents like it, yeah. they would act like we didn't just have our meeting well, but adults. yeah but they would meet us they, they would meet like oh i can't tell you how many times i had to do my own re- like i had to find my own space because realtors wouldn't talk to me mm-hmm. and they were just basically we'd have our meetings in person they'd act like it was all cool and everything and then we'd go home and send an email and be like well we want to see your parents financials first yeah. and i'd be like that has nothing to do with my business right. and i would literally i would copy and paste my email i would send it to my dad and they'd be like, send this email, and then he would send it to them, and they'd be like, okay, cool. Like this is the exact the exact same email I would send to them, but they wouldn't listen to me because we were so young. Right. So yeah. it would it would be super frustrating. The only person that took us serious was the equipment guy um, mm-hmm. from Hammer Strength, and shout out Jared. Jared. <laughs> shout out Jared, because Jared's the homie, and he was like, you guys are gonna fucking kill it, and he like he knew that we were gonna kill it. And Congratulations. So, yeah. Thank you. thank you. So a year later. So fast forward a whole year of city bullshit and permitting and plans and no one taking us serious and people fucking us over like we got fucked over for like 40 grand on our contractor like yeah it was terrible and um then fast forward a year later we opened up in october so and then it was really slow when we opened up it was so slow and this is where like the whole um like really struggle came in especially for him because it was so slow it was almost like did i do the right thing mm-hmm. yeah and um, which which like listening to podcasts i was talking to um Manisa before we started like um, the, like business podcast a lot of entrepreneurs are always like dude you're gonna feel like you're not doing the right thing you're gonna question mm-hmm. yourself 10 times a day that people who are most successful are the people who the, the people who are most successful are the people who do it longer than anybody else mm-hmm. so you just like just stick in the game even if you're not killing it and just give it time because everyone else is gonna crap out and you're gonna be left yeah so our hours when we first started out the hours oh, of the man. gym was 6 no yeah, si- no, 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. And mind you, we don't have employees or anything, especially right. in the beginning. So it was like him or me or both of us. I'm, uh, I'm, or his I mom. Open, yeah. I'm laughing because people are going to hear me giggle and they're going to think I'm like making fun of them. I'm giggling because they're opening, like, they're soft opening. I was there like the week, uh, the weekend, and <laughs> I kept telling Victoria, I kept teasing Victoria, but I was like, I'm gonna tell David to hire me. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make <laughs> yeah. David hire me. And she's David, like, I'm gonna be the front desk. And I was, was like, I'm gonna be the front desk. And David's like, Shut up, money ten, just say hi. And I'm yeah. like, You're not getting paid, just say hi. Yeah, because yeah. Marisa would come like to the front desk and hang out with me, and she would like start like greeting people as they walked in. Yeah. She's like, and she was I like, do. I still yeah. do when I go <laughs> visit. Yeah. I'm like, Hey, how are you? Welcome. Bye. And then people yeah, were just like, hey, what's up? Like, yeah. Get it. yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, do you need to fill out paperwork? I don't know what you need to sign, but here it is. Yeah, sign this <laughs> shit. Where is it, girl? Yeah. Get to me. Get yeah. To me, girl. She, always, she always tells David, 
David, when are you just gonna hire me? Yeah, like, I just know, hire seriously. me already. I, am I love that kind of dynamic and that oh, friendship. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. She was so comfortable. It was like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Those are some hard know, hours. We Those are really hard but hours. But the hours were so difficult. And having just started out, and like he said, it was so slow. Like, there would be times during the day where there was nobody in the gym. It's crazy because, like, we had our business plan and it was set and we were beating all of our goals. Like, literally, it was like 50 members in the first month and 25 members every month after that. Mm-hmm. And we had like 60 or 70 members in the first month and we had like, we were hitting 30, 40 members a month every month after. So we were like two months ahead of our goals. Mm-hmm. But when you say like 50 members on a sheet and then 50 members, like, if you see 50 Business. members, like 50 visits, like, dude, 50 visits in a, in a 16 to 18 hour period, dude, there'd be like hours where literally like, there would no one be there. Yeah, no one. And so, like, you're beating your goals, but it just seemed. It still felt like not enough. Exactly. And it, all the time, I'd be like, dude, I'd be here for four hours and not one person would come in. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. It was, like, so frustrating. Yeah, like, it was. All I can picture is, like, just, like, this desperation. Like, exactly what it was. Of, like, Ugh, you know, like, like what do I do? Do I keep exactly. walking in circles? Do I dust this stuff? Like, uh-huh. why Dude, do I, I do that. I would, <laughs> like, I would vacuum like three times a week. And I, the gym doesn't need vacuuming three times a week. <laughs> Trust me, like I clean it. I know that it doesn't. Yeah. But like you, there was nothing else to do. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. we would, I'd do my school homework and then like, there was nothing else to do. So. And so he was really battling with himself like um, internally and just mentally too. Mentally just kind of like saying, hey, am I, in, like, am I doing the right thing? Like, was this even worth it? Um, and I think for me, it was just more of like that reassuring him, like, hey, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Like, right. just that reemphasizing, like, we're going to get through this. Like, and trying to be like as much as supportive as I could be. Yeah, it was hard, especially with lack of sleep. I think like it was really difficult because I was opening every day at 5.15 and then I'd close around 11.30 midnight. So I'd wake up and she'd be asleep and then I'd go home and she'd be asleep. And so it like, was, I'd really see her. It was tough. It was and like you were really tough. Still, yeah, I was still you were working. working. At another job where we met. Still so, working, yeah. still going to school. So yeah, the only, the only time that I would see her during the day literally was when she would come to sub me out so I could work out. Like that's the only time because I was still trying to work out. Mm-hmm. So like it was it was difficult because I only see her for two hours a day and that's when, and even when we, she would be there like, I wouldn't see her because I would go work out and she would be at the front desk right yeah so like it was yeah it was difficult because I was working like it was like 20 hour days so I was getting like f- like literally four hours of sleep mm-hmm. so it was it was re- and that was for really six months straight or for five months straight I didn't have one day off mm-hmm. yeah that was really hard that was difficult so then the pandemic hits <laughs> so, um, we were actually, open we were open for four months when yeah four and a half five months hit. yeah wow. in March and actually like we were I'm not gonna lie to you like we were kind of stoked because it was like, because at that time when it was March, people weren't like freaking out about the pandemic. They're just kind of more like, okay, we're going to close down. Like things are going to go back to normal. Right, totally. Yeah, so right. it was like two week closure. And then to her and I was like, dude, that means like I get a two week vacation. Because yeah. I couldn't, I, we were I had working worked... so hard. Like he was there all like seven days a week. I, like, I, when people under, I, people don't understand when people say like, oh, I worked 80 hours this week. I'm like, how about working 125 hours? Yeah, like, that's and like, li- and that's seven days a week. Like literally I c- I had three naps in six months like that. I had no days off, like seven days a week. So it was kind of like, dude, like I get to sleep in with you for like two weeks. And I get to like go hang out with my buddies for two weeks. Like it was cool. Dude, the first day after we closed, we went to the park and played like long toss and football. It was super dope. It was like field day. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. No, yeah, I feel it. Uh And we were like super stoked. And then two weeks turned into three months. And then at that time, after about two weeks, it was like, okay, like our rent didn't go away. And it was like, fuck, how are we going to do this shit? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it took some negotiations and some stuff. It, I think we were negotiating for um, a month and a half to figure out how we were going to pay back our rent and all that good stuff. And then it really turned into, like, 
okay, when the hell are we going to reopen because we was, can't keep doing this. It was so sad, you know, because the gym lights would be off and we would kind of go in there to check on things, but it was just a dark, empty gym and it was like our work well, that's kind of Exactly. Done. That, there's that symbolism when you turn off the lights uh, um, in your business. That last night was tough. The light, the that, that last night was really tough. I remember because I was working out on March March 17th. We were working out, and um, everyone like kind of knew because LA had ca- closed down the day before. Yeah. And so I remember that we were in there, and uh, I was actually working out, and I got the t- like it was a message because I don't have I don't watch the news and I don't have any social media like personally, so I had my phone blew up, like, and that's how I know any new updates like from Newsome or something. My phone blows up, and so I was like, what the fuck? So I looked at the PDF and it was from the state, and it was like. Ventura County has to close down right. and like literally like the gym there was like probably 15 20 people in there because it was our power hour at night and the energy like gone like it everyone died. everyone was like what the fuck because like we were thinking like okay Ventura County's not gonna close down we had like one case I think it was yeah like okay like, this is gonna be cool it's fine and then it was like fuck we can't work out like you know and, and literally the, the energy was everybody just like you felt like everybody's vibe just gets so sad yeah they, and like everybody that was like lifting was just kind of like now more just talking with each other and just trying to like be like hey this is the last day until you know what we thought was going to be a couple weeks, weeks. Yeah. Every, everybody was like oh, okay you know some people were like cool i'll give myself a two-week break you know rest week like they call it deload um and then it was just kind of you know from there yeah, yeah. it's getting worse and worse yeah, I can't imagine what, well, I mean, I can kind of imagine, you know, like I had to close up, you know, where I work and I work with kids and so having to tell yeah. the kids that we were going to be closed for two weeks, that was like really hard. Mm-hmm. So I remember, I remember yeah. that Friday, you know what I mean? And I had to, I feel like I think my, we all remember that day. Yeah, my, my director was out, so then that means that like I'm point, you know, and so I had to like tell my staff first and I was like, I'm going to, you know, and I'm having to tell like, I mean, y'all like know from your own experience, but like having to tell my, my staff of two weeks, like for two weeks that I didn't know at that point if they were going to get paid. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like that's really crappy because I'm looking at some of these people and I know that like several of them don't have other jobs. Like this is their only source of income. Like I have, I'm, you know, or they're blessed that like most of them have other sources of income. Right. You know what I mean? But I had a few who I knew that this was their only source of income. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's difficult, you know, so I can only imagine and like that's it's a bummer you know the pandemic like really threw people off 2020 was mm-hmm. weird 2020 is weird, weird you know? yeah. we're still going through it we got a month left we yeah, got a month and a half left so tell us where you guys are at in terms of your business now and then just your relationship and how that's kind of helped the way you want to do it so fast forward uh we reopened in may uh, we reopened the business in may we actually opened um about a month earlier than we were supposed to um, because they gave us a deadline of, okay, you guys are going to open June 1st, and then we were getting ready to open, and then they were like, no, we're actually going to push it back to July 1st. And we're like, no, we, we need to open. Like, we can't push another month back. So uh, we reopened, along with some other businesses that have reopened. Um, and we actually got we actually got some hate for it um, from a couple of people. People were saying how, like, we were privileged and we were lucky because um, my parents had worked at the city, and well, they, they didn't understand our relationship. That wasn't the case. That wasn't the case. <laughs> Um, I remember her doing that. I made her call me so I could I could clear up the story, and she actually apologized for because she put it on social media and blasted us for it. Who? And some, uh, some random someone had oh. sent me a story from this lady, and she was like, "It must be nice to be privileged, and your parents work at the city, so they're allowing you to stay open when everyone else is closed." And so I was like, instead of like being mean and bashing her and being like, "You don't know what's shocking," I was like, "Hey, can you just call me? Like, I want to clear this up with you." 
And so she called me and we had like a half an hour conversation. And I was like, look, I get where you're coming from. I was like, but I'll be honest with you, like everyone at the city hates my parents. Like this has nothing to do with us. Um, I was like, we're opening up because other businesses are opening up and they're taking our business and we can't just stay closed. Like we can't do it. We were losing members to other um, facilities, you know, that were open because we had members who were prepping for competitions, you know, for, um, you know, bikini competitions, bodybuilding competitions, powerlifting. Um, And so there was like literally two gyms open or one gym open the entire county and like literally the entire county county was going there mm-hmm. so they were like we they were losing members to them we're like we we cannot first off we just we're we're um barely open four months prior to this i'm like we can't lose the business now right and so uh we reopened uh may 28th we put on so prior to opening we had 187 members which was like about a month and a half two months ahead of our goals fast forward to may 28th we put on 300 new members in four days so it yeah. was it was the busiest three days of our entire lives 16 hours a day reading three contracts to 100 people a day and it was freaking hard and it wasn't that like these 300 people showed up like all in one given time like everybody was spaced out it wasn't like 300 people in the gym yeah um, that would be insane mm-hmm. um it was just more like signing up and because the days were you know long it was kind of um oh, no, there was people, enough space in between oh no people people would come work. sign up and they would go back to work like they just knew that they knew that a gym was opening they wanted to sign up like now and and then that way they could just go back to work or whatever it is plenty of space um and then fast forward we probably put on another 100 or 200 members uh we got up to about 600 members um that summer uh or this summer and then um we started and yeah well then we started getting complaints because then governor newsom closed the the whole state back down Mm -hmm. um in terms of fitness facilities and restaurants so we stayed open uh because we couldn't afford to close again uh, we stayed open uh, about a month and a half past his closure. Um, I know not everyone agrees with that, but when you own a business and you understand, it's a little bit it's a little bit different. Um, but we stayed open. We got four, no, three requests from the county, the DAs, and the police officers to close down. Um, and then we started getting fined. It was twenty five hundred or three thousand a day. Uh, staying open and then we we're like okay we can't afford that like that's a lot so then we had to close so then we closed down again in august august 21st we closed down mm-hmm. um fast forward we reopened in september september 10th we reopened and then we put on another 100 members so now we're at um we're floating around the 700 range so and give or take you look at our business plan we had and we didn't predict to have more than 500 members in our five-year lease so we're like like four or five years ahead of what we thought we were going to be. Mm-hmm. So in a way, like, COVID was the worst thing that happened to us and also the best thing that happened to us. Yeah, because it made people come out. Yeah. It, right. it, it, a lot of the times when people would come in, they'd be like, we knew about your gym, we wanted to go to your gym, but we were locked in contracts somewhere else or we didn't have the opportunity to, like, like we didn't we didn't force ourselves to try a new environment. Right. People are comfortable where they're at mm-hmm. and they were like, we, we needed a reason to go. Like, and so that's what it was. And then now they're here. They're like family with us now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that putting us in a better position has also helped us in our relationship. And maybe Victoria will touch on that a little bit more because she sees it. Like I said, she sees it from the outside more than anything else. Um... I'm sorry, I like blanked out. But. It's all good. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying how. I like, mean, this happens sometimes, but. No, I'm just saying like how we put on members, like, and it's put us in a, in a better uh, place financially, mentally, relationship-wise. Oh yeah, because I think now we're at a point. Um, things we're at a point where we have a sufficient amount of members where we're not really like 
we don't I don't want to say we don't care if we get more if we lose some but we're at a point where it's it's stable yeah. you know and it's stable for the business right now you know aside from the world not being stable um you know as a business we are especially with you know our members and whatnot um but in terms of our relationship now that it's kind of self-running again um with our 24-hour access and whatnot and people are kind of coming in and, and going we're not taking any new members you know just because of the situation we're learning how to like navigate the business yeah. um especially during this time um but with the relationship now we get to focus more on each other and we, we leave when we're supposed to you know we it's leave easier. when we're supposed to yeah. it's easier um we know who's in there who's coming and going um but we do have a wedding coming up next year in october so um it just gives us more time to now start planning with that and I think you should plug in there that we did we put a 24-hour access on there so like remember our members have key tags so basically what that means is that it freed up our hours being there so now like we don't have to be there for our members to go work out right. so instead of being there from like 6 to 11 we're on the weekdays now we're there from like I'll get there at 7 in the morning and I'll leave like 8 or 9 at night so basically I'm still there 14 hours a day but it's not like it's not as grueling as it was and I it's still get 8 as, hours of sleep it's not as strenuous you yeah, know and weekends we're, weekends we're there from 8 to 6 so we yeah. can still have a Saturday night, you know, like movie night at the house or, you yeah. know, something. Um, we have a puppy that we got back in July. Yeah. And so she's actually going to turn a year old next year. She's a corgi. Um, and she's the yeah, life of the gym. Her name is Gracie. So yeah. if you follow the gym um, or you follow Gracie at Going Gracie. Plug, plug, plug. She is, you know, kind of like our life right now. We actually, She really is, yeah. <laughs> we actually um, took like little family photos. So whenever I... I'm watching someone work out at your gym and I see a dog. That's crazy. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Yes. Okay. She's usually okay. with her little red ball playing yeah, fetch yeah, and yeah. Okay. always she will find a way to make her way around the gym so that you always. can play fetch with her. And yeah. she'll just sit there and stare at you with her like brown beady eyes. Okay, well that makes sense now because yeah. whenever I'm, I'm watching them, I'm like, there's dogs in that gym? Like, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. There's one other uh, disabled veteran who brings his dog in but his dog just sits at the front. But uh, yeah, the, yeah, Gracie, she'll run around and she'll drop her dog, she'll drop her toy like at your feet and if you don't play with her she'll pick it up and she'll go to the next person and chop right there we love it yeah, yeah. yeah. So she loves Gracie that's my niece. yeah okay we love Gracie yeah so she's awesome but I would definitely say that like uh touching back what Victoria said about like um like the where we're at stable wise with members and stuff like before because we were growing our business if we ever had like a member cancellation it's always kind of like for us it, even though it was one step back to move two step forward it seemed like it was you know, when a member would cancel, it was like, dude, that took us like, you know, a couple weeks to convince that person yeah. to sign up. Yeah. So it would be like, damn, it would be like a 10 steps back. And there was like no forward in sight. Like we couldn't mm -hmm. see our steps forward. So um, now, like if a member is like, hey, man, you're going through financial struggles and they cancel. It's just kind of like um, we're not it's not as stressful now because it's like, you know, what, like we have to put ourselves in our place where it's we're way ahead of where we can be. Like be grateful for where you're at. Right. Like yeah, be grateful sure. for the fact that you have 700 members and you don't have 100 members now. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I, that's a big thing. I applaud all of your success. Um, I think you. it's great. I think it's amazing and you guys are doing it and that's commendable. Yeah. But how do you navigate your success um, and keeping your customers safe? So, um, everybody that goes into the gym, we, I'm, you know, everybody's adults there. Everybody knows what's going on in the world. And I feel like everybody has the option to go into a place or not go into a place. And so I think it's their opinion, um, to 
kind of walk into a gym, especially during this time. Um, and we don't, we've never had a problem where we've hit a max capacity and it's been like tight knit. Everybody respects each other in their space and whatnot. Um, especially given that everybody knows what's going on. But like I said, we, we're not the ones checking people in and we're not the ones saying like, oh, you're, you need to come to the gym this day. They're walking in themselves and they're scanning in themselves, you know, given what's going on. Um, everybody's taking whatever kind of precautions and knowing what they need, you know, what, what's going on. I, th- I think I think the thing is, is that it'd be different if you're going out and grabbing people and being like, you need to come work out. It's more like, hey, we have opened our business. If we saw that people were like, you know what, I don't want to go to the gym, like put my membership on hold, whatever it is, which we do have some people There's do. People. We uh, we offer completely. We offer. We usually offer one hold a year for it's, like, it's up to eight months, but we're offering multiple holds now because it's like if someone like here's the case you're going up, they're like, I don't feel comfortable. Like totally cool. It's completely free. We'll put your membership on hold like until you want to come back. Um, but we're not going out there and being like holding a gun to someone's head and be like, come in my gym and work out. No, no, down. no. But, um, I, I think my question was more along the lines of people who are already inside. Like, do they have to wear a mask? Do they? So we we don't enforce masks. I think that there's a um, there's a misconception in California where um, people think that every business has to like, force people to wear masks. Um, it's actually up to the business owners. So um, like when you go to Ralph's and Vons and stuff, like they don't have to make you wear a mask. But like if they decide to, then they have those signs posted. Like you do have to wear a mask if it's the business owner's choice. Um, and we don't force people to wear masks. One, um, because it's it's a, it's a danger to their safety. We've seen in other gyms people pass out when they work out. Um, I know some people say, like, oh, well, you can breathe in a mask. I can. I'm like, well, run two miles on a treadmill. Like, tell me how hard that is. Like, guys will walk out with, like, masks that are drenched. And so, like, for some people, it's hard. And there's also people who have um, who have lung issues. Like, we have one guy who has, like, half of one lung. And he's like, dude, like, I can't wear masks. Like, I'll pass out. Okay, so... We're adults here. Yeah. Totally. And I think that whoever has health issues going mm-hmm. into the gym and doesn't want to wear a mask, they shouldn't be there in the first place because they already have health issues. Totally. So right. let's say that they get COVID. That's, mm-hmm. that's already another existing condition underneath COVID. Like yep. that's, yeah. these are things that you two as leaders need to take into uh, consideration. Yeah. So we've thought about that, but you know, as I mentioned earlier, is that we're not we're not forcing this member to come. This member knows their they pre-existing know condition risking, that they what, have, what they and they choose to check into the gym and still come in. And we ha- do have some members who are um, who are more like predisposed and they still want to come to the gym, so they'll wear their mask. Um, and yeah, obviously, they do wear their masks. Yeah, we have we have members that wear their masks all the time. Mm-hmm. Or if they have if they have family members at home that know we're pre-existing, they wear their masks. It's so, like to their discretion. And you yeah. leave it up to to them. Like you trust them to do what's best for their family and their, correct. themselves. Yeah, correct. If if we we let members know, we have members that have come in like, oh man, I was sick last week. Like, they got tested, but they were negative. But they were out for two weeks. So like we didn't even want to take the chance of coming into the gym. Mm-hmm. Like we want to. We've had members that work in COVID units, and they'll be out for a month and a half. They're like, I just don't want to be here while I'm working there because I don't want to put anyone here at risk. Right. Um, and I think that in it, where we live, like in the time that we live in, I think that people are, are um, they're mindful enough and I think they have enough respect to be like, you know what, if I don't feel good, like I'm not going to take the chance I'm going to give it to anybody. Um, and like I think what Victoria said is that it's like you come into the gym, we just open our doors, you are the one who has to walk in. Mm-hmm. And so they, if, and a lot of people, they come in and we ask them like, how do you feel about it, whatever it is. And I think the number one response is that they feel that exercising and physical fitness 
um, is going to keep them um, healthy. It's going to keep them healthier than if they were sitting. We have we have guys like we've had people before that have told us like they're veterans, mental health, and they told us like if I don't have if I don't have exercise, like I'll kill myself, like right, literally. Yeah. And so it's like if they um, if they're at home and they get depression, anxiety, whatever it is, um, people are more disposed. If they get COVID, they can't fight it. So they feel like being in a gym is more important than being at home. Right. And they're, um, that's just them being more aware of themselves mentally, you know, yeah. too, that they need to do this for, you know, for their mental health reasons. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it's valid. 2020 has been a really difficult year for people to navigate in terms of their mental health. And um, I know here at Say My Name, we've talked a lot about, like, coping skills and how to do that and then what life is in this quarantine, you know, and me as a social worker, like, it is, you know, you have seen um, really high rates of domestic violence and gender-based violence. Um, suicide. Suicide of, you know, child, children, child abuse, you know, things yeah. like that has really skyrocketed, Divorces. unfortunately, yeah. because of the fact that people are mandated to be safer at home. Where right now we're at safer at home Right. Yeah. Home orders, right? Curfew. So, and no. curfew. No, curfew. You know, and I think that, um, you know, here I can definitely say for, you know, at Say My Name, we encourage everyone to wear a mask. We encourage everyone to curb, you know, the mm-hmm. the, the COVID rates and be able to do that. Um, it's something, you know, Kevin, I, I say this on my own, but because of Kevin, because Kevin's an essential worker and has always had to work through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And that was really difficult. Always. Um, yeah. Because he didn't have the opportunity to be able to stay home and there was people who when we were at our peak uh, highs in this county people were still fighting the mandates and things like that and that was something he had to deal with front to you know face right. to face mm-hmm. and then uh, you know in my own selfishness I didn't have to you know be an essential worker but I was never yeah. furloughed and my job yeah. became 30 times more difficult than it already was and that was difficult you know but I think I I understand it um, I think that from a business standpoint I can completely like empathize with that like that's really difficult you know and it's like you know you want to see people be successful through this and you want yeah. to and you've seen so many be successful i know with, yeah. you know in the very beginning of the intro like kevin and i launched a podcast in the middle of a pandemic right and while a while a podcast doesn't seem like a big deal in the pandemic you can just we could have just opted to stay home and go stir crazy you know what yeah I mean? no, and, totally and chose an outlet some, yeah, yeah. But the so, podcast became an outlet correct absolutely you know and i have said it before like on my own personal social media how it is it's an outlet to become therapy i'm glad people have seen the waves of where kevin and i have been for the past half of eight, 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 eight months yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, things like that you know so i get it i think that it's really you know it's like you said people should i think the overall like takeaway for me for this from this conversation is that people are being mindful but people the rest of the world needs to be more mindful of it mm-hmm. all you know what i mean you know like what? it's just kind of like we're all adults like let's follow what we need to do let's curve it let's like get out of this and like it's yeah, it, and it doesn't have to be so. I'm gonna say it, it doesn't have to be so political. Like, it's, no, that's, no, that's the that's the number one conversation we you have know, with people in the gym is that, like that it's turned into like if you don't agree with what's going on, it's like you're on one side, right? And, and, and it's it like, have to be like that. it's like no, like let's look at it from a non-political. Like let's just look at it as like let's just be calm, like common sense. Yeah. Like don't go to parties that have 40 people from different how. Like just be smart. Stop like, going to Halloween parties. Well, yeah, it's just it's <laughs> just like, but if you do go, just be mindful. That's all it is. Like just just be mindful of what you're doing. Like I I would tell all members all the time. 
if we had outbreaks at our gym and people were like dying, I would close. I would close the business down permanently. I wouldn't even. even wa- I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be open. Right. Right. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, if people sure. like, if people were like, "Yo, if we had 40 members, like we all got COVID, we all were here at the same night, whatever it is," I'd be like, "Let's close it down. Like I don't want to do this. I don't want to be people yeah. at risk." Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not happening. Right. Um, you know, and it's and they've done. There's plenty of surveys that have happened across different industries, including the fitness industry, um, and it's not coming from these places. It's and our state, our county, have even said it. We listened to a live stream last week. It's coming from family galleries. Yeah, absolutely. Um, sure, that, yeah. That's what it's coming from, mm-hmm. and so um, or even our own county said it. Why are we closing businesses down? Because um, it's not their choice; it's the state's choice. Yeah. Um, when it's a lot of it is coming from family gatherings and, and you know um, friends going over to different places and things like that. So um, I think it's just a lot of common sense that should be to, should be used. For sure, absolutely. Yeah, I just think that it's totally political. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, as someone who Maritza said was working throughout the entire thing, mm-hmm. like mass culture is very. Um, inscripted in me like right. I, have to, I follow it so vigorously and I've had to like legit es- escort people out of my workplace because they're not wearing one yeah right um, so I I'm, I'm and I have no problem doing it like I actually jump to the opportunity because at that point it's like no one's health should be jeopardized I think mm-hmm. and and um, you and I have talked about this before like we don't uh, we don't know someone immediately, I think, who has suffered tremendously from it and then gone to pass away. But, like, some of the stories I hear or posts I read or anything, like, it's just, like, we're so selfish that we don't know what some people are going through. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've I mean, been we just passed, candid. like, a quarter million deaths. Yeah, like, that's you know what I mean? And I've been really candid. Um, you know, everyone sitting at this table knows what's going on with me, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff. And I... It's not pre-existing conditions, it's medical history, and that's like something the insurance companies have made of yep, verbiage. Uh-huh. So I don't have a pre-existing condition, I just have medical history. And so I'm trying to change my own verbiage, <laughs> yeah. you know, which is medical really... Medical history. Yeah, yeah. So my medical history is that I am, you know, I am at risk for right. COVID, you know, yeah. because of my cancer and because of those battles. And um, you know what I mean? Like, we, I'm going to say it, you know, David, like, made a joke. He's like, if I cough, I don't have it, you know? And it's like, it's, yeah. and, I, and it's valid, you know what I mean? I've been tested multiple times because I do work with children who while they are supposedly immune to it they're not and mm-hmm. they're, they're it's not. just that, it's just that they are um less likely they're more likely to be asymptomatic is yeah, what totally. it is and right. so it's not that they're immune to it and so I've been tested multiple times but yeah I think that it's pretty it's it's a weird time to be in um for me I personally feel like I keep going back to the fact that I used to always have to wear a mask when I was in my chemo treatment exactly, yeah. and it's like and it's like you said like I am not arguing that like when you're working out or you're going through those things like it's hard to breathe like I get that like yeah. that's valid you know what I mean but in my head I'm like if you're gonna go to TJ Maxx you can wear a mask it's not correct <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, if you're yeah. in Ross it's not that serious like just put the stupid mask on like you know yeah and stuff and so um you know it, it, I, for me it's just that kind of thing like so i agree i agree with a lot of it you know what i mean like if you want to indoor dine cool do your thing like that's up to you and i think for like for me i remember i went to lunch with my boss and we were had every intention of being outside and they're like you can sit indoors and i was like oh No thanks. Like, can we wait for outside? (laughs) Because I'm really uncomfortable. Like, Like working out. Okay, like that. You're an adult. Like, I'm allowed to make that decision, and you can choose to sit indoors. Like, you know what I mean? And because I think because it's got. Sorry, I didn't mean to like. It's okay. I think because for me, because it's become so political. 
it's like what you said it's like you're on this other like you're you're having to choose sides and that's weird like yeah, it's right. just like that like it's just like make it a blanket like let's just wear a mask if we go outside in these environments that ask you to wear a mask mm-hmm. it's cool like, yeah just keep it pushing and stuff so but yeah that's my rant it's all good <laughs> that's my rant on medical history <laughs> not pre-existing conditions anymore and I learned that from my I'm gonna shout out my prima Pablo Ma she's in med school She's actually the one who posted that. And she was like, girl, and I was like, this is like a thing. This is real. Yeah. <laughs> Insurance companies suck. That's another round. Oh, oh yeah. Let's not talk about that <laughs> one. Let's not get into that. Yeah. That's another. But, yeah. So Topic. tell us. So we've talked a lot about your business, which yeah. has mm-hmm. been like your baby um, and definitely has clearly been a like a testament now to the strength of your relationship because mm-hmm. obviously it's pushed your relationship in ways that you oh, definitely never experienced before. Oh, yeah. From junior I, high to now. <laughs> and <laughs> a lot and of even growth. during high school, yeah, a lot of growth in high school too. It's like fast forward relationship like twenty years. But yeah. I, mean, I feel like you've been together I like, like I'm years. thirty. Yeah, seriously. What are you trying to say, girl? Uh, no. Oh. Not not that way. Yeah, no. I meant to say like forty. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that is live. Yeah, well, that is live. It's it's cool, it's cool, it's I'm cool. excited to be 30. I've been saying it all podcasts, and I've been saying it all year. I'm not tripping. Um, but let's get to the happily, the happily ever after part. Um, yeah. What? So you said that you have a wedding to plan. So yes. More. What is? What is your? Uh, what's your? What's your vibe? What's your plan? So, our wedding is set to be October 2021, um, you know, again, depending on how this right. plays out. Yeah, um, right now, yeah. we're play like, right now, we're like, okay, I mean, you know, in terms of planning, we have everything, it's actually pretty cool. The venue we picked, um, it's in Santa Paula, it's called the Palazzo Event Center, so it's yeah, an indoor place. No, <laughs> <laughs> Here's the plug, everyone drop off wedding gifts. Um, huh? Um... So the guy who owns it, um, he actually owns his own, um, he owns his own video and like photography studio. Mm -hmm. And so he also owns this event center. Um, super, super, super nice. He, it's, he does like a package deal. So, okay. So everything is being, um, planned and organized for me. I get to still choose, um, you know, what I want my colors to be and how I want things organized. But in terms of, I don't have to make phone calls to a caterer to look for one. I don't have to find somebody to make a cake. I don't have to worry about, um, where I'm going to rent the linens from stuff like that or flowers. I mean, it's, they're, it's, it's really like convenient. a one-stop it's shop. Really convenient. Yes. It's so, it's, convenient. So, so can you give us an inside scoop? What are your guys' wedding colors? Um, I really I like, like, he, is, he doesn't know. <laughs> David's face almost, he almost he died right now. <laughs> a, little, a little insight. He was like, uh, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> her and my mom have been there like, what, three times now? And they like, put the deposit down and I don't even times. know when it is, the day and where. So, so. in some cases, David, this would be like. show up for you on <laughs> <laughs> He's like, just tell me what I need to wear and then I, I'll show up. I said there was, there was two things that you know. I just bring it, bring the tux, what I'm going to wear. And as long as there's an open bar, I'll, I'll be there. Like, and my buddies will be there. That's what matters. So in all openness, in some cases, this would be like the ideal scenario for like a bride to be, right? Uh-huh. Yes. You know, like you have total control. Like, so with my engagement ring, I got to pick it out. Um, you know, my wedding ring, I'm going to get to design it on my own, it's you know, one. Yeah. It, you know, and it's, 
everything is kind of like I get to do all this. And there's a time where it's like, hey, can you help me out? Can I get your input? Like, <laughs> I help. In this? I do. I do. And help. he's like, okay, well, I like this one better. But our colors are gonna be um, like a burgundy maroon mm. um, type with like a sage green. So I don't know if you like seeing like eucalyptus. Like a eucalyptus type of a yeah. green where it's like not mint, but you know, right. um, so very light. Not his sweater, now. huh? Not the color of his sweater. Not really. No, it's are more they, like an all like a it's, it's like a bit like lighter or faded, more mm-hmm. like faded. Yeah. Yeah, it's like more, like more washed fall. out. Um, like a literal eucalyptus leaf that has like correct. That, almost uh, that white. I know what like, exactly. She, she had been saving those colors exactly. on Pinterest for like at least it had to be like at least a year before we even engaged. Like she she had been picking those colors out. She liked yeah. them a lot. Yeah, and so I might add. I'm still debating whether like I want to like either add like a gray or a navy blue. You can um, say just navy to kind of contrast it, um, and then also to see what kind of suit because he's not gonna wear a eucalyptus green suit. This is not Vegas. <laughs> you can't just do whatever. Yeah. You it's not gonna happen um but you know in terms of planning we are what 10 11 months out but 11 months yeah and i don't really have to do anything until january when i think i start dress shopping so, yeah basically you know everything's kind of already been easy. set up so uh, from the whole year of engagement i haven't really had to do anything well, aside from cool. find that one place well because yeah when, they, when she was looking at the um the different venues it was kind of like we obviously as most venue shopping goes you have to do pros you have pros and your cons and expensive and then uh, I remember them going and she called me she's like like this like she knew when she got there I'm like well one the guys are really cool so um it's a gay couple and the guys are the nicest people ever and she was like this is just it like this is it and and she just knew like it's all in one um what was his name his name is Jose Jose Jose. and he's the they are the nicest couple ever Mm -hmm. and then she was like this is like this is it and I'm like well if you know it's it like then this is it yeah and so he even like plugged his uh photo video package in there so I don't have to find a videographer or photographer like it's just all set up so I'm like super excited because slowly but surely like I'm gonna buy my um like my planner my planner book so I can start like writing stuff down Mm -hmm. um I still have to make my like bridal shower like party get them together um i haven't done that yet um but that's, yeah that's that's your christmas present i'm getting her yeah like, a little cutout thing you can make like custom vinyl the, stuff with the cricket oh. so, the cricket yeah yes. it's actually I, I corrected her it's called the cry cut it's not cricket it's, it's, cry cut. Cut. it's a cricket it's i know cricket. i call it a cricket too but um yeah so she, that's what she's getting for christmas so she can start designing all her stuff Cute. so <clears throat> yeah it's so exciting like, uh, start getting ready right now i'm pinteresting like crazy though and there's an open bar so it's cool I'm a personal believer that weddings are not for the like the the groom and the bride. I think it's for everybody else. All facts. I am right there with you. And so I was like, (laughs) I have a lot. I have a lot of buddies. My wedding's for me. (laughs) Well, no, it is. It is for us, and and there's no doubt about that. But it's like we have. So we've because we've been together for so long. um, We've cultivated a lot of like a lot of friends, especially at the gym and stuff. And Mm -hmm. um, we've always cultivated a lot of friends that were like, you guys have been together for so long. Like we want to go to your wedding. Like we. So there's a lot of younger people that are going to be at the wedding. So our family is like we have an older we have older family like he, he does my I have a big small. ass family my family is really small they're older people like only like maybe like one or two cousins will drink but we have a lot of college friends and high school friends that were like like they're younger they're gonna want to drink and so I told them like we need to have an open bar like mm-hmm. we can't I'm not gonna make people pay for alcohol so <laughs> it's a must yeah that's and I was like yeah the boys are gonna that. drink so. It's going to be really cool. And plus, a lot of our friends are the same age group. They're actually, like, getting engaged recently. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we have to have, like, the first 
like the first wedding to show them. What are we doing wrong? <laughs> I'm not doing hey, it's anything wrong. It's all good. It's all good. Fix your question. You can't, you don't, you can't force wrong? a relationship. No, I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah, you can't I am force anything. 29, single, and living my best life. Exactly. Okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> my, my cousin, yeah, like, that's how my cousin breaks, was. Yeah. reverse. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm well, my cousin cool just got married. It. She got married last year, and she's 36. Yeah. Yeah. And she, yeah, she didn't have any relationships at all. Like she, and they're uh, now they're an amazing couple. Like, yeah, no, they're amazing. I'm, so, I'm all for don't it. force nothing. Don't no. force nothing. I'm cooling. <laughs> some, some people, some people get a relationship in eighth grade. Some people get in the 35. It's all good. <laughs> 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 it's a little weird. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> She's around still. <laughs> yeah, a lot of our friends are getting engaged right now, so um, I kind of want them to see what. And open bars like because some of them have said like other things about having open bars not having open bars a couple of our friends are like from small small towns so mm-hmm. their like weddings are gonna be tiny mm-hmm. so um i just want to be like this is what it's like to have an open bar <laughs> i think i've been to, we've been to a couple of weddings like for our cousins and stuff and i think having an open bar is always better yeah um, and we've always just you know obviously it's just kind of like not setting examples for them because everybody's going to choose their own thing um but it just gives you like an idea like you just yeah. are constantly getting ideas and you're constantly seeing new ways of doing things yeah you know, and just kind of personalizing it to yourself. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. I'm really excited about is because I'm Pinteresting all this stuff, <laughs> but it's not going to come out exactly like that. Right. You know, my wooden board that has like seated table numbers is not going to come out as pretty, but you know, I'm going to try. <laughs> She's trying. That's what, that's what the cricket's for. That's what the cricket is for. Yeah, cricket. Give him oh, that cricket. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Um, so I think where we're at is a good place to sum it up. Um, I, um, we typically, what we do here at Say My Name is that we will ask you both to, um, give us your, like, affirmations and, like, good energy type of thing, um, for each other, um, and then we'll give it for you guys joining us here and stuff, so, um, I don't know who wants to go first. You go first. Go first. Oh, <laughs> right. And stuff, so what are you hoping for, what are you wishing for, um, you know, in terms, in anything, in any aspect of where you're at and stuff and right now and closing out 2020 and then closing out um our first season as well yeah. so you know that's fun um for myself it's just continuing to stay um you know motivated and positive towards this whole thing you know i think that's the biggest yeah. thing in both aspects both our business and the wedding um not personally personally huh? too just saying positive personally oh yeah well for sure you know that comes into play um you know through job changes through school you know getting through the school thing and getting my degree and um you know just staying positive and just continue to be motivated to um keep growing and keep progressing is the biggest thing yeah i agree with that i think that 2020 has shed a light on i'm not a light a shadow on us yeah so i feel like we're kind of not i mean you walk out and there's like a different energy you Mm -hmm. just feel it so i think that hopefully with 2020 new fresh slate um i think that hopefully we can restart hit like a big fucking restart button and just (laughs) get back to normalcy i think people just need to we need another um we need more routine in our lives people work better with routines you know with schedules yeah we just need to like be able to just go back to a normal life and that's what i really hope for is that we can get back to a place where it's like okay i know what's gonna happen next week Mm -hmm. um obviously things come up but like that way we know like next week we can go outside or next week we can't go here like i just want to be able to go back to normal so we can bring our um our energy back to a place that it was before Mm -hmm. So I really hope we can just go back to, to positivity and normalcy. Mm-hmm. So, and I foresee that. that happening. Life has to go back to, to regular sometime. Yeah. It can't be like this of. forever. Kevin? Yes, uh, Victoria, David, thank you so much for joining us. My wish for you two is that you continue to 
prosper in every aspect of your lives, individually and together. And I wish you both just more happiness and uh, next year brings you the wedding of your dreams. Thank you. And a lifetime of happiness and happily, a happily ever after. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I appreciate sure. that. Um, I will, I'm gonna be around with y'all for a long yeah, time, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm like, um, you better be. Yeah, there. I'm. We're stuck. We have that joke when we're stuck with each other. Um, I honestly ditto to whatever everything that y'all all said already, but um, just in, I wish wish a lot of success. I know that if there's two people that I can think of off the top of my head who complement each other really well, it would be you two. And I've just continued, um, you know, love and a lot of prosperity in your relationship, in your business. Um, I am always, like, cheering for y'all. I'm always, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm always, like, yeah, those are my people. Like, yes, you know, and stuff. I'm always, like, yeah, mm-hmm, David loves me. I'm his best friend. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right, you're yeah, right. I'm like, yeah, you know, and stuff. But um, in all truthfulness, um, I think that if I had to think about people who work really hard and that shows in their daily lives it's y'all and so i can i uh, wishing you lots of rest because that's really important the therapist in me wants to tell you to like really hone in on some sleep and not even just sleep just like like sitting down and relaxing yeah you know turn turn your brain off turn your phone off for a couple you know even just like 15 minutes you know do what you can and stuff but um i can't wait to turn up at the wedding because i know i'll be there so it doesn't matter um it's open bar (laughs) and it's open bar so duh and so uh kevin will be my plus one and so uh, it's funny it's funny because we don't drink at all so yeah we're gonna watch other people drink. Yeah. His face, he's like, what? Yeah, yeah. I, I should have said that. I he's like, that. what? New conversation yeah, next time. He's like, part two, part two, part two. coming part two. soon. We will be back. <laughs> yeah, facts. Yeah. But um, also, um, we'll be sure to you know follow us on our Insta at Say My Name Podcast on Twitter at Say My Name Pod. We'll be plugging all of this information for House of Games Gym. Um, you definitely have to go check it out if you are in the Port Wayne, Oxnard, anywhere in the county. Make sure you go. Um, I can definitely say that I've been there before, and it is a total family and when I see other people you know friends and things like that who tell me that they go there or they're like hey like I saw that you posted them or you know them how do you you know like they're so cool so that's like a really good feedback um, so be sure to follow us so you can follow them and show them some love from Say My Name and so um, yeah that's it y'all that's that was it. fun right. that was really thank fun. you guys thank you guys so much for joining us thank and you guys we will see everyone in the new year in the new year uh, for, season two. for season two so there's a lot of things that will be happening between now and then um, but thank you guys so much for helping us make this a true success and yeah. a lot of fun thanks for the ride yeah for sure so we'll see y'all next time bye later